Welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. This is episode 186. My name is Chris Britton. I'm your host, and let's go. Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. This is Dial H for Heroclix. This is a podcast covering Heroclix and other nerd-related content. My name is Chris Britton, and joining me in the studio today is my sexy ranch hand co-host, Calder Ness. What's going on, Calder? Howdy there, Chris. Not much. Playing lots of Heroclix over the weekend, at least. Did you? Yeah, uh, holiday games, anyways. Oh man, I'm little jealous. I didn't get to play any clicks recently. I set up like a three thousand point game to play with myself in my basement. Like that doesn't sound as sad as it can get, but oh. I didn't get, actually get to start. <laughs> so, um, you had a good holiday though, yeah? Yeah, I had a great, great Christmas. It was awesome. Did you get any clicks-related uh, presents? I got absolutely zero clicks-related presents, and I, I know I told a lot of people, like, hey, if you just want to get me anything, just get me boosters. That's guaranteed something I don't have yet, even if I get something I have yet. Well, I'm I, boosters. That's really, I, dis- I got no boosters. That's really disappointing. <laughs> you it didn't is. get anything. Uh, I also did not get any HeroClicks-related presents. Um, I did, however, end up getting 43 more issues of The Avengers. So okay. I am I'm well right. on my way. I hit the benchmark. Speaking of Volume One, which uh, those of you that don't know, there are over 500 issues of Volume One of the Avengers. I am down to needing 99 of them. I know, yeah, I know, nice. I am a nerd, and <laughs> I have three long boxes full of the multiple volumes of Avengers and New Avengers. So one of these wow. days, I will uh, I'll complete the stuff, but. I don't know if you know this, but issue one of the Avengers, like a really beat up copy with like torn pages and stains and stuff like that, will still run you like five hundred dollars. Ooh, man. Yeah. Ow. It's, yeah, it's dumb. Or more. It's probably. I, I don't even know at this point. I looked it up years ago and I was like, nope, I'm not gonna afford that yet. So. Whatever. But anyway. Let's get on to the show. We've got some news for you guys. We're going to do some value corner. We're going to do some hidden gems, some segments that people like on this show. Uh, Do some community. And then maybe next episode or just real soon after that, we're going to get some people back on, start playing some Bad Samaritan. So let's get through this news. And the biggest news that we have to talk about this week is none other than the resolution of the watch list. So... Four characters got put onto the watch list, which was interesting because all four characters were changed. And uh, if you didn't remember, those were going to be uh, Ha Ha Joker, number 60, for, uh, 60 from Joker's Wild. We had the Unimind. Everybody knows that one. We had the Boxing Ring, which was weird because we didn't know that they were going to watch list some special terrain. And then Jakeem Thunder, everyone's favorite prime. Back back on the watch list once again. <laughs> Yeah, but this time, stuff got changed. Ooh. So. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Do you want to start us off with Ha Ha Joker? I will start us off with the uh, Ha Ha Joker, the bane of my existence. So, it currently reads, or it used to read, the Hoo Hoo Ha Ha Ha, whatever. At the beginning of your turn, you roll D6 and half the result. When you do, either heal or damage the Joker that many clicks, and he can heal past his starting line. The errata is the exact same thing, uh, but the Joker cannot be chosen for Mastermind. So it pretty much keeps him from being really easy Mastermind fodder and just constantly healing back up all that free damage. Well, that's that's good. Uh, that is good. Because he can already soak up a lot. They did change one additional thing. They did remove the words, you may. Oh, you may. So you uh, have to. Okay. Yeah, you have to roll the d6 now. So I never played against this figure, never had the opportunity, so absolutely nothing will change from my standpoint. But I, I really wanted him to be nerfed into just into the ground, but uh-huh. I'm, I suppose this is fine too. You know, not always. I don't always get what <laughs> yeah. I want, so that's okay. Uh, we can't always get what we want, but 
There were a lot of people that were salty about this change online on both Reddit and other social medias salty that people I on saw. Reddit? Salty people on the Reddits. There's always salty people. No way. Uh, but yeah, so that happened. Um, not nearly as many people are going to be using HaHa ha Joker in their meta teams now, hopefully. I hope so. Uh, shake up the meta a little bit. So, All right. Moving on to figure number two, we have not a figure itself. It's actually the boxing ring. No one really, I don't think, was talking about this and talking about how it needed to be changed in the first place, but here is the change that they made to it. Multi-base figures can no longer partially occupy the boxing ring. So my guess is this was only coming into effect when you had retaliator abilities and they were, like, popping up and, like, partially occupying the boxing ring. Um, it does say during a single move, they must either have enough movement left to completely occupy such terrain or they must stop outside it. So those are actually similar to old school rules with, um, with uh, Colossals. That makes sense. On, on different elevation terrains. So, okay. I'm, o- I'm okay with that, I, I guess. It makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I haven't played against a boxing ring, so that'll be, doesn't really affect me too much. Well, it did have, I mean, it was obviously a 3D object, and if you were trying to put a four-square oh, yeah. character on, like, that would make it really awkward. Like, you couldn't have it on the map because there's no way it would stand up or whatever. So I can kind of understand that. Um, whatever. Moving on. Uh, we did have Unimind, which Unimind. We, we knew that was going to happen. So tell me what they changed on Unimind. It was really only a matter of time. So they changed two things about him. Uh, one we totally called. So I'll just start off first. Uh, I'm not going to read through the entire wording of Forged in Blue Flame and Vast Reserves of Cosmic Energy uh, because it's kind of long. So I will tell you about the changes. Uh, before his whatever, Channel Investors of Cosmic Energy, Unimind could, free action, use his Perplex. You know, he can't use Power Cosmic anymore, and instead he can use Willpower and Perplex. When he uses it to target a character, uh, modify economically by plus two or negative two this turn, and it may use Perplex an additional time for every two characters with the Eternal keyword on your sideline that it can choose from. That is also the same, except for the fact that when he targets someone with Perplex, they have to have the Eternal's keyword. Do you realize how many people just got upset about that change? I guarantee you, guarantee you, there were so many people out there that, that, because there are a lot of people that copy and paste teams, um, they got online, saw that Unimind was meta, went out, spent a bunch of money on Unimind just to get it, and then they pretty much nerfed it into the ground because it cannot do what it was doing before. That really just changes the overall playstyle of Unimind teams. Instead of him being a call-in battery, that was very boring to play against. Just like ah, call-in, beef this guy up, whatever. So it made, and now it makes Unimind a target that the outsider's team ability actually does more against, since he can only target himself or an opposing Unimind or whatever another character with Eternal's keyword that you might have on your force. Which spoiler alert, no one ever, no one ever played Unimind with another Eternal on the board actually. So. It'll be interesting to see how this shakes up teams, but this is basically the change that I wanted to happen anyways, and I think it works out really well. This change was so on the nose, though, because all of the other Eternals, it specifically said in their trait they could only target themselves. Yeah, I don't know why they made him target anybody. Yeah, even to begin with. Why did they do that? It was really odd. That's like a hindsight 2020 WizKids. Whatever. All right, what else? And then the Forged in Blue Flame uh, reads basically the same up until the beginning of your turn, and they got rid of whenever Unimind takes damage. So he can choose a standard power at the beginning of your turn, and that's what the beginning... Okay, at the beginning of your turn, they are moved, and whenever Unimind takes damage, you may choose a standard power, blah, standard power that a chosen character can use. Unimind can use that power until it chooses again. So... He basically can't choose powers anymore when he takes damage, so that just... Okay. It simplifies things, because if anybody knows, it's really annoying that when you have a pick-a-power piece, and it's like, okay, well, you, you were damaged, so choose an entire new set of powers. So, I yeah. could see... Now, this is going to sound crazy, but believe it or not, it's really not that crazy. 
if you were coming into the game right when um, War of Light came out and you got to see how the possessors work, they did this. So it's kind of like riding a bike you would never forget. So you'd be like, oh, okay, that's just like a possessor mechanic. Nothing's changed, right? Mm-hmm. But that came out in 2014. June of 2014. So three years later, do you know how many new players have picked up this game and not been part of a uh, uh, summer event? And past 2014, how many new possessors have only been made? Only like, what, five or so? Yeah. Ish, four or five, something something like that. Close to the two and one of them. Yeah. Eclipso and Brainiac. Eclipso and Brainiac, yeah. Those two. That's four. So four or five. Um, and if you never had the opportunity to play against somebody who was playing one of these, like, four or five characters, whatever, you wouldn't know how that even worked. So, the, yeah, like, you and I, we, thinking about it, like, oh, War of Light was, like, yesterday. That was three years ago. Yeah. So wow, that's kind what that's of, thinking. That was weird to think about. So, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. Um, anyway, they did nerf, and this is exactly what I wanted to happen. They nerfed uh, Unimine into the ground, and hopefully it will drop in price very, very quickly because I really want to get my hand on one. Yep. Um, it also, I guarantee you, probably dropped the overall value of Thor bricks by a few dollars. Uh, just because they, I mean, I doubt many people are going to be playing this character anymore since you, I mean, you can still call in characters. But you can't do what exactly he was doing, which is... Yeah, you can't supercharge Yeah. So, okay. Bye, Unimind. You're not really in the meta anymore. So I'm looking forward to what other teams people are willing to copy-paste from each other. That'll be fun. Uh, moving on to the last one, the Jakeem Thunder, everybody's favorite prime. Um, mm. Not a huge change, or maybe it was, depending on how you rolled. So... What they changed was his ability to... Here, here, here's all they changed. You can't choose shape change now. Or you can only choose one of those powers, maybe a defense power. Hypersonic speed, outwit, perplex, pulse wave, or shape change. That's all they did. They added or shape change to the end of that string of powers that you could only choose one of. So what this did is prevent you from doubling up on shape change super senses. You can... You, you just can't. You just can't. Like, yeah, that's... Okay. All right, there we go. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I guess so. Did you catch the really quick? Nah, I lost it here. The fact that they said outright that, quote, shape change is really a defensive power in disguise. (laughs) Yeah, in disguise. (laughs) I I mean, yeah, it is. When you think about it, it really is. Uh, They just couldn't put it on the defense like slot because they already had enough things for that slot so they're like Like, uh, got one more defense power just put it somewhere damage that makes sense why not (laughs) right okay so so, whatever but there is uh one really quick rules change that they sort of mentioned here which i kind of already ruled this way in my mind but you know green arrow pretty much the chase green arrow this is a little thing they had under unimind here so from now on, any character that says can't use type powers, whether it be speed, attack, defense, or damage, it applies to both powers in that current slot and any standard powers of that type that a character can get through other means. So when Green Arrow shoots you, you can't use defensive powers. That means you can't use any defensive power, even if you used a you know, a different power to choose it. If you had to pick a power piece and you said, I'm going to choose this you can't use it. Normally, people have ruled it that you can only not use the defensive power in that slot that is showing on your dial. That is and now, true. Yeah. So now, whenever somebody says can't use X power, it's just period. You cannot use any powers, no matter how you get them, whatever. You know, in the grand scheme of the game of Heroclix, I feel like this this article that they put out... This little rules change, that's going to affect more games than the Unimine change. Or the, oh, yeah, I think so, for sure. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, yes, there are meta games going on out there, but there are a lot more non-meta games than there are meta games. Very true. Like, how many how many games did you play over the holidays? Uh, three. Three? 
Okay, well, there was one ROC for you right there worth of gameplay. <laughs> Pretty <Okay>. much. <laughs> okay. All right, well, that's all the changes for the watch list. I'm Yay. generally happy about all of those, or yeah, overall, completely I'm apathetic because they didn't affect me in any way. Big thumbs up for me. So, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I just wish that WizKids would actually playtest their stuff at the factory, and then there would not have to be a watch list, but because they don't, there will always be a watch list. But that's just my two cents. See, now that, that brings up a slight contradiction, Chris. On this rule change, it says, one note that a sharp playtester brought up is that, like, playtester? Really? Didn't know you guys had those? Interesting. I'm pretty sure yes. the the term fake news was actually created for this article. The second they said playtester. Play they, they don't uh, have those. <laughs> um, no, it was probably honestly just a regular player that rode into WizKids. More than likely, yes. Um, and they like the idea of calling them a playtester rather than just a player. So it sounds like, oh, we're listening to our Ooh. community on an on the or like we we pay people to play this game for us so that they can find things that are wrong. No, they don't. No. Whatever. So that's the watch list. Hopefully that didn't make too many people out there mad. Hopefully. Maybe it did. <laughs> Maybe it did. Uh, let's move on in the news. Uh, on the last episode, I mentioned in the holiday guide a, an eBay seller that was selling action tokens. Action tokens that I was genuinely impressed with, and I said I was going to buy them. I did buy them. I have not received them in the mail yet, but as soon as I do, I will give an actual detailed review of them and let you know if it's really worth you guys' time. I don't want you guys spending your money on something that doesn't end up being worth it. Um, I did get somebody on uh, Twitter, actually, that said that they order uh, these tokens from these people on the semi-regular basis, and they're actually worth it. So it's good stuff. So I'm just waiting to get them myself and give my own, you know, one over before I make my oh, def- yes. you know, answer on that. But uh, it's looking promising, so I'm looking forward to talking about that on a future episode. Uh, moving on to some little uh, movie news. You know, we all knew about the DC, or not DC, I'm sorry, all about the Marvel and the Fox merger. And I ran across an article that I had to send to Calder because I thought it was really interesting. And it's about, of all people, Lawrence Fishburne, which if you don't know who that is, it's a guy that played Morpheus in the I think everybody knows who Morpheus is. Yeah, I mean, is. how from, do you not know who Morpheus is? From the Matrix movies, it's that guy. All right? yeah, it's the freaking Matrix. So, Little known fact, because I honestly did not know this, Lawrence Fishburne was the voice actor for the Silver Surfer in the Rise of the Silver Surfer movie. So, yeah, I I didn't know that. I had no idea. Yeah, we we learn things. The more you know. Uh, So, so uh, what I also found out about uh, Lawrence Fishburne this week was that he is actually going to be portraying a Marvel character in the. MCU in the Ant-Man and Wasp movie that I'm genuinely excited to see on screen and that's Bill Foster but not only did they actually label him as Bill Foster it's Bill Foster slash Goliath so I think that's alluding to the idea that Lawrence Fishburne gets superpowers in the next Ant-Man movie now that would be awesome that's gonna be pretty sweet (laughs) I mean that's already great because I really like Bill Foster and Civil War is already over so we know we're not gonna get him killed so that's Woo! Woo! <laughs> that's a good point. I didn't even think about that, but that's true. Um, so in an interview that I can't – who even did this interview? Movieweb.com? Whatever. They sat down and talked Reliable to Reliable source. Somebody talked to Fishburne. Anyway, this is what he had to say. This is a quote from uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, I've got Blackish going on. I've been developing something else for Marvel that I can't talk about. It's going to be really cool. It's going to change the world, we hope. I went to Marvel and pitched them something that really couldn't work out. There was a lot of legal red tape that was just something they couldn't work out. But then they came back with the offer for Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then they said, hey, what do you think of this? And I went, oh, yeah, that, yes. So I, there was legal red tape that he was worried about. This is not part of the quote anymore. This is over. Um, there's legal red tape that he was talking about, and that the interview occurred before the merger was official. And what this article is about is possibly bringing Lawrence Fishburne back as 
the Silver Surfer, like the voice of the Silver Surfer again, which I'm okay with it because I really totally cool. Like I really like Lawrence Fishburne's voice. There's something very iconic about Morpheus. People just love that voice. It's up there with like Morgan voice. Freeman. It's not the quite. It's not like not quite the same. Like it's just like one step below Morgan Freeman, but it's pretty close. Like I really like him. So I guess we'll see. I was kind of excited about that. I'm really just excited to figure out that Goliath Bill Foster is going to be in the Ant-Man movie. That is actually something really cool. They're going to throw him in. All right, moving on, we have a little bit of information back on the HeroClick side of things. A little bit of information regarding the new TMNT set that is coming back. Yes, they are making another TMNT set. This is four, and let's see. Do they even have Unplugged? That's the subtitle of this. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles unplugged and in the little information that we got on uh, icv2.com it says that they're going to be bringing let's see 24 random figures in a display there's going to be 30 figures drawn from the long history of tmnt including characters from the comics the tv series and other sources so that's back to you know every single one of their sets has done the same thing um they said in addition some new characters that have never had the clicks treatment will be put into an appearance including general trog and lieutenant granitor which are rock soldiers if you didn't know we had to look that up too i don't remember them at all so they must have been some like really background characters but hey at least we're getting more team and team villains that's plus so there's that rock monster here here's the one thing that i really really hope can you guys calm it down on the sculpt reuse over there at WizKids? Like, if I get a fourth Fugitoid with the same freaking sculpt, like, no one wants that. <laughs> See what? I even bought a few packs. I actually bought just, they were only $2, so I decided to buy just the rest of all TMNT3. I didn't pull a Shredder, though, sadly. But I pulled a Fugitoid, and it just looks depressing because it's not even silver. It's like this blah gray, and just like, ah. Reuse sculpt just looks sad. So All the sad. chrome is worn off because they've reused him so much. That's what happened, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just being dumb. All right, anything to say on the team in T set? I uh, want uh, the movie ones. Maybe not the new movies, but like the '80s movie style figures. Those would be great. That's what we need. Okay, I would like more 2012 animated series turtles. But not actually the turtles themselves. I just want more of the villains. Oh yeah. So I, I want my Bebop. I want my Rocksteady. Uh, I I just that would be great. More more 2012, and I will collect the crap out of that set. Ooh, some more 2003 stuff too. I love that show. The IDW? Wait, no, the 2003 animated. Yeah, the one on four kids. Oh yeah. No, yeah, I'm all game for that. That was great. See, that's what they need to bring in. Stop giving me Fugitoid. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares about Fugitoid. Okay, moving on. Uh, we we have um, at least one preview from the X Men set. I, where did you even get a hold of this, Calder? This yeah, HeroClix International Exchange on Facebook. I was just scrolling by. I'm like, oh hey, that's neat. That's okay, it. Okay, so tell me about this figure. So we have a Magneto sculpt. There are actually a few other sculpts that are really blurry. I uh, probably could have done more research and found better versions of them. But there's this really sick Magneto sculpt. With like him, kind of sort of kind of bent over, and he's got his hands open. He's doing metal stuff, and then to his left and his right, it's this little plastic swirl of clear whatever, and then bits of metal. There's like one that looks like it's all rounded. Oh, it kind of looks like a bullet, but it, you know it's ginormous, so it can't be. And then he's got this weird pieces and chunks of metal that he's holding up. And the base itself isn't like a normal black Heroclix thing. He's also standing on like dirt and piles of metal and stuff. It looks really cool. I mean, it's super rare sculpt for sure. And then kind of blurry, but I assume the other two sculpts are an angel. Uh, for sure it's angel. And the other one, I, I, I really do hope this is like a new storm. I think that's about okay, okay. where I'm at. Um, so I'm pretty sure that that sculpt of Magneto is going to be from the 90s I can't remember his last name right now Lee maybe writing of Jim the X-Men yeah Jim Lee thank okay. you uh, of the X-Men I'm pretty sure that's his sculpt um, issue number one there's like four different variants or whatever but one of them had Magneto 
like holding his hand up like in a very iconic Magneto like I'm controlling the crap out of metal. Oh yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that this is that sculpt. So I'm gonna go with that. And I'm okay with that because this is way before Magneto got the he just got in the comics nerfed into the ground power wise. He got depowered like you would not believe. This is after the events of um, AVX. And he had like there was a really long run of him in a black costume with where he's like dealing with not having very much power and that's how you got those like fifty point magnetos in the oh, black set. and white magnetos, yeah. Mm, so that that's that black one was uh, the black costume one, that's why he was fifty points, because in the comics he you know, he he was like really weak. Um, he was using mostly fear tactics more than his powers. He was using his name as like to get people to do what he wanted him to do rather than using his actual power because he's like i'm magneto you know what i can do he was just bluffing half the time but uh this will probably be like a full powered magneto which i'm all for because i haven't made one in, in a while since actual avx so whatever that yeah. does look like a storm with a mohawk though pretty sure yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure on that one and that is kind of what we wanted anyway so that's sweet yeah so I'm uh, I'm really excited about that. Anything else on X Men? No, I think it covers it. Okay, cool. Right. Yeah. Okay, it's time for your weekly Runaways update from Dial H. Uh, they're up to episode eight and still haven't run away. Moving on. Uh, we, All <laughs> we've, right. <laughs> we've got some value corner and we also have some hidden gems. So Calder, you want to start us off, taking us down on like a trip. Chris. Cool. So going down, down the corner. A few weeks ago, Chris had uh, mentioned a keyword that had gotten me a bit, a bit excited uh, for to see what else may be possible to run as a team. So we got a character. 68 points. Six range. Okay. No special combat symbols. Sell it to me. Top click. Mind control. Incapacitate. Mastermind. Boom, special damage power. Mind control, nine attack, which is okay, but wait till you hear the rest of this out. Three clicks of mind, oh sorry, four clicks of mind control, three clicks of incap, and then five clicks of mastermind with four clicks of the special damage power. When this character uses mind control or incapacitate, modify their attack value and range value by plus two. When they use mind control, they have three targets. But all the targets of the successful mind control can be given only move actions. So if you do mind control three people, they just all have to disperse and scatter. So with the plus twos, you have a 11 attack, 8 range mind control out with triple bolts when using mind control to just absolutely manipulate the crap out of the board. Celebrity and psychic keyword. So have fun making a psychic theme team. <laughs> Tell me about that. <laughs> That's a keyword? Uh, yeah, a completely old and retired keyword, but uh, trust me. There's also one more keyword, which will for sure give away this character out of the other five pieces that have it. Not including Thug. I think, so, I, I, think I, have, I know who this character is, but keep going. Probably has a good idea. So yes, that, that's basically the gist of this character. I just really like it because it's like, boom, mind control, boom, incapacitate, bunch of plus twos, 68 points. Does it, I have a, a very have a cool question. sculpt standing on a podium here, really, really sweet. Standing yeah. on a podium? Oh, that changes what I was about to sort ask. Sort of a little, yeah. So the character does not have a fez hat. It's a top hat. Is it a top hat? It's a top hat. The damage power is called top hat, in fact. Oh, then I don't, I actually probably don't know who this is. All right, just go ahead and tell me. I don't want to guess incorrectly. <laughs> The Ringmaster! Circus Ringmaster! That's what it is. Word. Did you say Circus of Crime? Circus of Crime, baby. That's good so, stuff right there. You gotta play him with Blackwing and five other Blackwings and you get yourself a team. Circus of Crime. Okay. So this is the value corner. In this uh, segment, you like to give me a good value, something gives me the biggest bang for my buck. Oh, man. This is a really old piece, right? It's retired. He is very old. Got the second keyword, so you know Very it's meta. Very much tired. It's a meta 2018. Um, Secret Invasion was a good set. <laughs> it's got to be. 
I don't know, 79 cents. That's what I'm going with this week. Close. A little off. This figure is actually 99 cents. Oh, my gosh. What? I keep trying to underbuy every single one of them. if you want this character without the card, it's only a buck 13, so it's even more expensive than this <laughs> card. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I, that I, doesn't make any sense at all. It doesn't. But, you know. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. If you were going to use this character, let me ask you this. Why would I buy this character? Well, what what kind of team would I put this on? I'll tell you right now what you're going to play this team on. This Okay, so first off, the Mind Control Cap. I'm a big fan of Mind Control, and it's really it's a ton of fun to use, especially when you all just have move actions, right? So what I like to do, and this sort of got me thinking here, since poison can be used at any point in your turn, you can Mind Control three people with this guy, and have them all flock to your poison person, right? Since yeah. the character, the poisoner, didn't actually move anything or be placed this turn, you can move all these guys up, and they can all get poisoned. Okay. That all was right, my that, little strategy. That's pretty. I, I, with this guy. I want to know why you haven't touched on this being one of the coolest sculpts in the history of HeroClix. Oh, it's a sweet sculpt, right? He's like on this little ringmaster podium thing, standing in the center circle. He's got these green suit. Like red pants, it's great. <laughs> uh, there is, this is a dial H guarantee right now. No one will take this piece seriously if they ever sit it across the board, uh, across the board from it. Very true. This guy is your sleeper agent, HeroClick. They'll be like, oh, there's no way that that guy can do anything, and then surprise, mass mind control. Boom. And they got rid exactly. of all of mind control damage now. Yep. So, go for it. <laughs> 11 attack from 8 range. Mind control 3 characters. And just run them wherever you want to run them. Exactly. That's fantastic. <laughs> and also, tell me his real name because it's hilarious. I want to know how to pronounce this. It's, it's like, what is it? Maynard Tybalt? Tybalted? Maynard Tybalt. Tybalt. Maynard Tybalt. There's probably some kind of joke behind that that I'm missing. There's got to be something there. I don't I don't know. But... T-I-B-O-L-D-T. What a guy. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad we took this trip today. <laughs> um, okay. Let's move on to the next segment. This is called Hidden Gym. Hidden Gym is a segment where we talk about figures that went under the radar when a set came out because everyone was only talking about the meta stuff. Stuff that you can play to this day. It's actually still really good. Let's talk about a character that was meta, got watchlisted, but was meta, and then... Actually, was he watchlisted? I can't remember. We're going to go to the Wolverine and the X-Men set, number 10, Shatterstar. So... Those of you that have been playing for a while, you knew what Shatterstar did. He was on a bunch of meta teams. You basically teleported your team across the map for, like, a freaking awesome alpha strike. All right? Yeah, that was a thing. Uh, but let's talk about his in-comic boyfriend. That's legit. That's that's not me messing around. Richter okay. from the Peter David run of X-Factor. Coming in at 58 points, we have a 6 Click long dial, so already you kind of got your bang for your buck. Ten, I think there's a general ten points per click of life. I'd say um, so. I like think about measuring right. rod, if you will. So already right there, we're, we're sitting okay. Starting off with top dial, we have charge with seven speed, ten attack with a special attack power. We'll get into that in a second. Sixteen defense with energy shield deflection, and two damage, exploit weakness. All right, so. He does have a trait, and it does actually work directly with Shatterstar because, you know, they're together in the comics. So, Reunited Duo is the name of the trait. It says, when Richter is adjacent to a friendly character named Shatterstar, they both modify their attack values by plus one, if not already modified by this effect. So, if you are running Shatterstar, Shatterstar is coming in at 73 points, plus 58 points, math, that's something. And then, um, however many points that is, he's going to come up with an 11 attack. And then that special attack power. Here's where it kind of gets pretty cool. So Richter has earthquake powers. So he can use quake. 
Uh, the name of this power is Seismic Shock, by the way. Mm. Um, they did figure Arata, this character. So I don't know if you're if you have this figure at home and you get and you're like, oh, I, I have that. I don't even need to go buy that. Uh, it's changed. This is what it really says now. Um, he can use it normally, talking about Quake, or he may instead use it to target each opposing character along a direct line, a line of fire within his range. This line of fire ignores characters. His range is six. Ooh. He can literally quake six squares away. That is nuts. Yes, which is awesome. So for 58 points, you have 10 attack, 11 attack. If you are going to run your Shatterstar right next to him. He does have energy shield deflection, so obviously you're not going to use the charge to base people. Do not do that. That's a bad idea. But charge in your four squares. You can quake six squares away, and you can actually hit every character along a direct path with the quake. Now, as far as knockback goes with quake, I think that's going to get a little wonky. Maybe it's just direct path away from Richter. You're probably going to have to talk to your local judge, see what they say about it before you play this piece. But the rest of the dial is actually pretty solid. He does have that attack power for the four, first four clicks of his dial, followed directly by two clicks of precision strike. His attack never drops below nine, which is really good for a 50-point character. Um, his speed starts off with charge, and then he has four clicks of sidestep. So that's awesome, because if you do push him from click one to click two, you want to get a better angle to do another cool quick quake, you know, to hit more people at a different angle. It's the same way that you were using that newer juggernaut who had sidestep to, like, line up a direct line of fire to hit everybody in a row. Same thing, only with Richter. And then uh, he goes from exploit weakness. So you can just straight up exploit weakness people if you want to. So you can get Very through true. those reducers if, you know, you don't want to quake. But he can get through those reducers. And then he moves on to willpower at the end of his dial. Still has nine attack. And because he has precision strike, you can still get through reducers. I mean, there's only one click on this entire dial that he can't get through reducers, and he's only 58 points. Not to mention this character has Detective, New Mutants, X-Corp, X-Factor, and X-Force keywords. So keywords alone, this character is probably worth 58 points. But what he can actually do, I think he's really good. So I mean, I there are a ton of new X-Force figures to play him with, too. Yeah. Now, if you're trying, like, flavor-wise, this the X-Force keyword is all kinds of messed up. A lot of those figures, or a lot of those characters were never on the X-Force at the same time other characters were on the X-Force. But if you don't care about that, you don't care about the flavor, you just want to run the keyword, he can fit on a bunch of different teams. And he's good. So there you go. There is going to be your hidden gem of the week. So let us know if you guys get around to ordering um, some hidden gems, some value corner pieces. Let us know how they play for you. Let us know if we were completely off base or if you liked playing with them. And uh, we'd like to really hear from that. So let's Absolutely. get into hearing from you guys, getting onto the community section of the podcast. And we posted a question on Twitter, on Facebook, like we do every week. Something I want to say about that. <laughs> uh, we post a Twitter or Facebook question every week for you guys. Uh, we give you approximately a week to answer it. And uh, so anytime... We post, make sure you answer before the week's up, before we move on to the next one. Uh, I say that because I'm, believe it or not, still getting responses from the 2017 Dial H award ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your guys' gusto to go back and answer those, but it's already over. <laughs> they, like, they, they vote and stuff, they listen to the episode. Oh, did anything change? Did I shift into my favor? <laughs> So, like, I really, like, that's cool. You guys are into going back and voting on that stuff and answering old questions, but that's, I mean, <laughs> that's really for you, not for the show. I don't <laughs> I don't, I don't know what's going on there. So uh, try to keep up, I guess, with the, with the questions. So appreciate it, but, you know, keep up. So this week's uh, question was, what are your 2018 clicks resolutions? To play more, to be a better player, to be more or less competitive, you tell us as we count down to the new year. And surprise, this is our new year episode before it, it uh, rolls over into 2018. So 
Uh, let's let's start off on Twitter. We got one from Greg Miller, and he said to visit more shops on the East Coast and to attend a major event like Origins, etc. Greg Miller, if you end up at Origins this year, you let me know. I'll I'll probably meet you there, and then we can hang out. Ooh, awesome! So, all right. Very cool. Jeremy What's going Clark? on on the Facebooks? On the Facebooks, Jeremy Clark over here. Uh, to be more careful about the products I buy. I bought way too much of the 15th sets and end up using none. Same same here, Jeremy. I, I feel your pain there, bud. I don't think I that he listened to the podcast when we were ripping on those sets. Yeah. <laughs> we gave you guys fair warning not to spend money on those sets. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you will see a reoccurring theme in the clicks resolutions uh, uh, based off of what you just said. So back on to the Twitter, we got one from Nick Pitt, which was literally to buy way less sealed product. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Brendan Erdman said, stay kind of competitive, but use more variety of figures. A lot of things that I haven't gotten to use yet, let alone haven't played in a theme. Let alone he hasn't played a theme team in forever. That's crazy talk to me. I almost always try to play theme teams. So that's very interesting. Wait, you can play game? You can play teams in this game that aren't theme team? Yeah, that's what I was... Whoa, what? What? <laughs> JK. Uh, Man, we are actually... We're getting a lot of new listeners recently, and I wonder if there are people that tune in and they're like, I don't I don't get their sense of humor yet. <laughs> uh, we're very sarcastic. That's that's how we do things very here true. in the Dialer Studio. Moving back to the Twitter. We got Collectible. He said, buy last sealed product, only select singles. I think everyone ran out of money this year on the t- on the 12 sets. Did you know that there were 12 sets that were released this year, Calder? Ooh. When you, when you actually put it like that, ooh, man. 12 sets. Wow. That's that's three per quarter. That's kind of a lot. It's kind of crazy. Ugh. David Herberger, I want to play more home games with my son. Now, that, that touches me. That's just, that's beautiful. That's a great that's, idea. That's a really good idea. It's a great way to test out figures, non-competitive scenarios, and just spend quality time. See, this is that's what it's all about, folks. That's what this game should be about. Spending time with people that you like and you really just want to play games with. Whoa, we're supposed to play against people we like with Heroclix? I just thought I was supposed to play against someone I absolutely could not stand for 45 minutes. Um, I only play Goblin King and Jakeem Thunder on teams one after another. So, what a guy. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Rob N on Twitter said, to actually play a few times this year. Okay, Rob N. I mean, I just like looking at the in. figures. I don't even like playing them. Hey, there are some figures in this game that are wonderful statues, like Galactus. He's just that is true. He's, not, he's not in this room right now with me. He's downstairs in the basement waiting for me to play with him. But I've also got Fin Fang Foom over here, and he's beautiful. You don't need to play. That is true. <laughs> uh, Peter Zachary, I want to focus more on playing specific keywords. I've played since Avengers Assemble, and I have a lot of figures, but no specific collection of, like, just Batman family or anything. I've also learned that I like recruiter pieces, and there are four I like so far. Narrow it down a bit. Sister Superior, Baron Zemo, Owlman, and Hydrocap. Absolutely agree with you. I really like Oh, that's fun. Pieces. Those are really fun. Like, recruit someone into the Legion. That's one for you to check out, Peter Zachary, or... Uh, Amanda GW Waller? Bridge. Did we mention Amanda that? Waller. Did he say that one? He's good. Yeah. No, he didn't say Amanda Waller. So, yeah, GW Bridge, induct them to the Legion, Amanda Waller. All those are also really great recruiter pieces. That's a really fun idea, and I never really thought about calling them that, or that that was yeah. kind of an in-game mechanic, but... <gasps> oh, excuse me, that was a hiccup. <laughs> Oops. <clears throat> So, okay, cool. Uh, Nelson Ramos said, to eliminate at least 50% of my collection, too many unused pieces that won't see the table again. Also to acquire the Age of Apocalypse Magneto chase. So, listeners, if you are out there and you have an extra Age of Apocalypse Magneto chase, you need to hook yourself up with name uh, Nelson Ramos. He's at Zombie Knowledge on Twitter. And see if you guys can't uh, work out Help a deal. Out. Listeners helping listeners. That's good. There you go. I actually kind of have a fun uh, story regarding that chase. So I didn't buy any of the X-Men sets, like, as a brick, because really I only wanted select figures from it, so I wasn't going to buy any. So one day I just I decided, like, oh, whatever, I'll buy one booster. I pulled that Magneto chase, 
and just instantaneously I sold them for like 70 bucks. And then I go, and that was like a shop halfway across the state. So then I go to another shop halfway across the state, and I say, I've had really good luck, so I'll buy two boosters of X-Men this time. I pulled Proteus and another Magneto Chase, which I both sold instantaneously. Yep. Well, that's awesome. It was it was great. I was like, wow. My brother luck. and I went in to get a case of X-Men. We pulled the Magneto Chase, and I immediately sold it too. See? Smart. Very smart. And we could have gave it to him. So well, I didn't know. I'm sorry, Nelson. <laughs> sorry, man. <laughs> uh, uh, Eric Griffin, play more for fellowship, not to win. Just have fun. I have way more fun when I build stupid teams like Sharknado, King Shark, Tiger Shark, Red Tornado, and Storm than when I build trying to win. That does sound like a dope team, though. I really like That's that. That's what this podcast is about. That or exact Sharknado. mentality. <laughs> <laughs> play to have fun. Play what you want to play. Okay, we have super fan Seth Aaron. Uh, I I don't know if I don't know if he meant to yeah. do this like as a joke or what. He says get more good. Get more good. Uh, play more often, collect more pieces. <laughs> All right. Sometimes you just gotta get good, man. You just gotta uh, get PJ, more good. Yeah, gotta get more good. PJ Bond to win a big one. All right. Nice answer. I like it. Uh, so meet me at Origins. We can hang out. There you go. Uh, what's the other one I go to? Gen Con. Yeah, you meet me at Gen Con too. Very nice. Uh, I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but if there's anyone that decides to go to Gen Con, this is my city, Indianapolis. So if you need information on where to go eat or where to stay or, like, what to do you in the city when you're not at Gen Con, like, one. let me know, and I'll hook you guys up and show you around. And, like, I've been here for, like, eight years. I kind of know, know the terrain. This is my city. <laughs> uh. What else we got? I think it's your guy, right? Oh, I don't know. Heroclix Pro said, get back to playing on a regular basis. Also, plan to only collect themes I like to play, like the Secret Six, X-Force, and Great Lakes Avengers. Yeah! <laughs> yes! Oh, man. Hey, X-Force, we just hooked you up with a sweet yeah. Richter hidden gem there. Buy that one if you haven't already. Uh, it's like 50 cents probably. All day, all day. Love that. Alright, I'm, I'm out on the uh, Twitters, so you just okay. you keep, you keep going. Uh, I got a few more. Aries Edge, uh, playing bigger events and more of them, so once again, another go for it. David Colin, uh, Colin, Colin, I hope it's Colin, uh, to just play more. Winning is the one thing I like, but liking to have more fun with teams and phase I've never used, been super busy with work and haven't had time. Time to make more time for clicks, so 2018 is your year to Ignore your work and everything. Just play Hero Clicks. I'm, I'm for you on that one. And Tim's here. Uh, go to one of the big game events like Origins. Oh, hey, I happen to know a guy who lives around there. Uh, wait, so hold on. Hold on. So Origins is in Ohio. Never mind. I was completely wrong. I was no, Gen Con's in Indianapolis. Ah, Origins God. is in Ohio. I think Columbus, Ohio. And you know who we know who is in Ohio? Super fan of Seth Aaron. Hey, all right. So he'll probably be there. And that's so, yeah. us. Oh, um, I, I need to go back. I accidentally Ooh. scrolled past him. I apologize. Ah. Cody Williams, thank you for tweeting in like you normally do. Uh, he said to play more outside of my local game store. I responded on Twitter. Let me know where and when, and I'll see if I can make it. I have played with Cody Williams before. He's a good dude. So uh, let me know, and we'll hang out. Very nice. Okay. Now I'm done on Twitter. Okay. Well, that's all I have for Facebook, then. Uh. We got a really nice message from someone. Yes, and actually, by checking this, I realized we also have questions. So I get to spring those on you and myself as well. Oh, cool. Uh, Let's go. Yeah, Edward K. wrote in, really quick to cover this, uh, talking talking to him during Christmas, which is great. And he said, congrats on the great podcast. Nothing against the guys from the past. I enjoyed yours. It's super for me because I can send new younger players to your pod for instruction and not worrying about content. I'm always promoting and teaching, and it's great to know that all can listen to you guys. Keep up the great work. And that warms my heart. That's fantastic. I love that. 
uh, I love that too. <laughs> Thank you, seriously, so much. We really appreciate that. Uh, we are getting new listeners all the time, um, and we really appreciate that. And we really appreciate the support and feedback that we get from you guys. Um, so, hey, if you just want to send us love letters all the time, that's okay with me too. I'm totally cool with that. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, make sure that you do follow us on Twitter. Um, that's where we are going to send not only Twitter but also Facebook. Uh, that's where our weekly questions are. We usually post those on Tuesdays. Now, the time on Tuesdays drastically changes. It's whenever we remember to post them on Tuesdays. So just check, just check back on. It's a dial, at DialH4 HeroClix, and that's the number four on Twitter. And just search DialH for HeroClix on Facebook. And if you end up wanting to send us an email, we get those from time to time. Those are going to be at DialH for, Hero, or, uh, DialH for HeroClix at gmail.com. If people still write emails, do that sort of thing. I, I hope you do. Some people do, and we do get those from time to time, just not very often. And you can send us, guys, you can send us say whatever you want to send us. Um, stuff, uh, recommendations for Value Corner, Hidden Gems, Casual Comparison, whatever. We'll uh, see what we can talk about and yeah. keep this podcast going. So, so a few questions on my Facebook. Uh, Malcolm Rush, I, I almost miss these questions. I'm really good at missing Malcolm's questions. We, And he almost always says, hey, by the way, you... Uh, Missed my questions. I'm like, ah, damn. So I actually got them this time. Totally forgot to send them to Chris, but to be fair, I didn't really remember what they were anyway, so this is kind of off the cuff for both of us. Okay, I'll also, try my best. Also, Chris, you forgot Malcolm's birthday. How dare you? Uh, besides that... Well, Malcolm, you forgot my birthday, too. So, huh. <laughs> to be fair, Which is in October. It's October 10th. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh... Number one, what is your hopes and fears for HeroClix 2018? Okay, hopes. Uh, let's see. Reoccurring mechanics that we really liked, like Clix FX bases, more ID cards, uh, shared traits, fears that they will continue to never play test anything and that they won't bring back any of those things I just mentioned. Ooh. Good, very good. I would say my hopes uh, for Hero Clicks is kind of be I do really want Clicks FX coming back. I also want them to branch off and do more independent sets if they can get another license for another. Oh, yeah. Besides, you know, Star Trek and Ninja Turtles, I would really like to see them do another. Really, it could be honestly anything. Even if I haven't heard of it, I just I kind of want to see more cool stuff. I'm really holding out for a, a My Little Pony set, but I don't oh, think yeah. so. I'm Are just kidding. kidding <laughs> just kidding. We're, hypersonic speed and like uh, phase and Rainbow speed. Dash with Rainbow the hypersonic Dash, speed. Yeah. yeah. Pinkie Pie can have a cannon, like energy explosion. We're going to get sound like my grandman talking about My Little Pony. All right, yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. So, yeah, My Little Pony set. And my fears for Hero Clicks is that we won't get a My Little Pony set in 2018. So That'll right. be sad. I will be sad. I'll design it for free. <laughs> <laughs> you heard him, Wizkids. He'll he'll design it. He'll he'll do the groundwork. He'll do the legwork, guys. And I'll tell you what, you won't get any sculpture use, listeners. That's true. <laughs> are you sure? Like, how many horses are we just gonna paint a different color? I don't know. Whatever on that show that Jaylene watches, she actually watches My Little Pony. I don't know. Oh, That's nice. the only reason I know any of their names. Sure, Chris. Sure. This is like a, a closet brony over here. He's like, shit, I love you, Rainbow Dash. Uh, Applejack, what? Applejack. Hey, she's great. She's a farm. She's a she's a farmer. Apple farmer. I'm like, I got respect for Applejack. Anyway. I swear this is a HeroClix podcast. This is a HeroClix podcast. <laughs> Second question. Uh, for 2017, 1 out of 10, give your score for these subjects. So that's uh, the ranking score. Okay. Overall, All right. You, you so, go first down the list. We'll go, go back and forth. I'll go first. So sets overall, 1 out of 10, how would I rank these sets? I would rate them like a solid 8, because we had a couple of really good sets, and then, you know, we had what if. So I would say like 8. I feel like Thor definitely, you know, is carrying this year, but Harley Quinn was solid, had great chases. Deadpool, I really enjoyed the Deadpool set, and ADW wasn't that bad. So I would rank sets, you know, 1 out of 10. I would give them an 8. Dials this year, um... That's that's a bit rough, but I feel like we got some really good dials. That's like a seven, I kind of want to say. Nothing super amazing. 
for dials, well, there were a lot of super amazing things. And then uh, sculpts of characters. There was a lot of reuse. There's always a lot of reuse. So just because of how bad the 15th sets reused figures, I'm going to say sculpt reuse is going to be like a four or something this year because, man, there were sculpt reuse. And even in the Thor set, they had crazy sculpt reuse with all the generics, like different sculpts. And whatever, overall quality of sets, I feel like that's sort of the same thing as sets. I'll give that an eight. I, I think the quality this year. So, And those are your once to do Four categories to choose from: sets, dials, sculpts, and quality sets. Okay, uh, in order: eight, no, seven. I'm sorry, but I could not care less about Wonder Woman or uh, the Deadpool set. I'm sorry, I'm just not a huge Ooh. Deadpool fan, or either of the 15th anniversary sets. Like those really just drove it into the ground for me. Um, I'm gonna go seven, and that's being generous because of Thor. Probably. Yeah. Um, Okay, what was the next next one? Dials? Uh, sets, yeah, and then dials. Dials dials are actually really good this year. There's a definite power creep in this game, though, so I'm going to go, like, a solid seven. Maybe an eight. We'll say an eight. Eight. Next. Sculpts. Sculpts. I think sculpts were really good this year when they weren't reusing sculpts. Uh, they did come out with some really sweet stuff. I did like King Shark, for example. Oh, that's true. Um, I really liked the... Uh, pretty much everything in the Thor set. And then I really liked the Hulk from the Thor movie set. I think that was like one of the coolest Hulks That's of all time. Cool. I'll I'll give Sculpts a seven. All right. And then what was it? Sets Quality again? of sets, yeah. I'm changing my yeah. answer just because, because he asked <laughs> it twice. At four. Four. <laughs> all right. Okay. And uh, question number three, just keep on going. Back to 2018, which characters do you want or don't want WizKids to make for 2018? Do not make another Fugitoid. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what do I want yeah, them to yeah. make more of? I I think I already mentioned it. Yeah, let's stick in the vein of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Let's just keep going. 2012 Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles animated Turtles. series. Let's go. I love right. it. Uh, I definitely want them to make more... I'm going to same thing with Turtles there. I definitely want to see more Turtles. But I also want to see more movie characters. We are getting, you know, Infinity War, and last time we had a movie with a ton of characters in it, we got 12 figures, and not counting the hobby, whatever ones, exclusive, the mass market ones, so that's like Civil War, had a ton of characters, and we barely got... You know, you can get Spider-Man or a bunch of other ones. That was really kind of lame. So I want them to really fill out the ranks for Infinity War this year. Just don't be stingy. I want you to make a bunch of those characters, you know? Don't don't make a mass market exclusive either. Give us really cool characters. Uh, maybe don't make, I don't know, another just really lame running shot something Iron Man or like a really normal charge something super strength Superman. Don't make really normal stuff that you've made all the time. That's what I'd say, I guess. Don't make one piece in every set that you know outright is ridiculously meta that you're going to have to watch sell list. Set. Yeah. Just to especially, sell especially, yeah, Goblin King. <laughs> uh, huh, huh. Oh, hey, uh, here's Jakeem Thunder. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing else in the What If set that anyone wanted and then Goblin King. Pretty much. I mean, like, the superheroes had great sculpts in that What If set, but everything else was absolute garbage. Anyways, uh, last question. What do you want WizKids to approve on for 2018, Chris? Uh, I think that they should increase by 100% their amount of listening to Dial H for HeroClix. Oh, for sure. <laughs> We're feeding you guys gold here. I mean, this is this is this is the best it gets. You know, they need to understand. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, Absolutely. we're kind of a big deal. People kind know Kind of a us. big deal. Yeah. <laughs> totally. You know, I'll, I'll walk into a place, I've got my Dodgers for Here Quick t-shirt on, and someone in the back will say, what's that? I'd be like, it's a podcast. And they say, what's a podcast? What's a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> See? They know who I am. And then I get a free water. They almost always give me a free water, and just that's because I'm on a podcast, man. That's totally how that works. Uh, this is what's called being part of the 1%. Excuse you, Plebeians. Yes, yes. Okay, that was a joke. That probably went over uh, some people's heads. I uh, hope not. Welcome, new listeners, to Dial H for Hero Clicks. 
All right, uh, I don't have anything else in the community. Do you have anything else before you read us out? You know, I do believe that is it. So besides okay. my almost forgetting a bunch of things this, this week, okay. as I almost well, uh, do every week. Well, what can you do? It's not like we, we, we kind of get paid for this. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, hey. This is our Happy New Year, Merry New Year, whatever you want to call that episode. So make sure to go out. See, it is the 29th for us. So here in just a couple of nights, make sure that you're safe. Have a Happy New Year. If you're we'll listening to, stick to this those and it's 2018, tell, tell us how it is. Is it is it better? Is it scary? Is it all, like, is it a post-apocalyptic, like, wasteland? Like, what's going on in 2018? We want to know. I mean, I really like the Fallout world, so... For sure. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Make sure you have a happy new year, and we will catch you guys next episode. All right. Stylish for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day including all the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com.